Well, we are quite close now to Christmas. It feels as though we're almost there. The kids are wrapping up at school. Tomorrow's the last day for a lot of them. Um, But there is still plenty going on at the moment for the City of Darwin around Christmas. And joining us in the studio is the CEO of the Darwin City Council, Simone Saunders. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Simone, thanks so much for your time this morning. I do want to ask, firstly, there's still a few things happening, isn't there, before Christmas on the 25th? That's right. We've still got a great Christmas program in this Saturday is the um, Santa Fun on Wheels, which is the Chan Ward Christmas Christmas event at Nightcliff, and it kicks off at um, 5 p.m. with the actual Fun on Wheels, and then from 6:15 p.m. is the um, Carols by the Sea. So free entry, and um, Nightcliff Pool actually has free entry from 3 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. So yeah, come down and enjoy oh, Santa's nice. Fun on Wheels. And so where's the Carols by the Sea? Is it just there at Nightcliff as well? Yeah, just yep. there, just there at Nightcliff as well. So after the the, the um, Santa on wheels, then we move in, move into the carols there on Saturday night. Oh, it is it is certainly feeling a lot more like Christmas this week. I reckon people slowly starting to wind down a little more, and uh, and the kids love all that stuff, don't they? Yeah, no, absolutely. And with the kids finishing up soon, um, you know, during the school holidays, City of Darwin's got a great program. So from the 16th of December through to the 29th of Jan, lots of free events happening around the city and within our libraries. So you know, rhyme time story time, the usual things, but also um, you know, movies for older kids. Um, so great program, um, all available on our website. Good stuff. Hey, Simone, the uh, new scooters, they've been in action now for a couple of weeks. We caught up with, um, you know, with the, the team that looks after those scooters a week or so ago and had said that they'd said that they'd been really quite popular. From Council's perspective, how have they gone in those first couple of weeks? Yeah, look, from, from our perspective, it's been a great and really smooth transition. Um, you know, see the purple scooters around town um, and just a different offering with the, with the sit-down scooters as well, but, you know, performing really well and, um, yeah, happy to have Beam in town. Yeah, good stuff. I, and like I say, it does seem as though they're going quite well and people seem to be, um, I guess, just quite open to the to that changeover. Do they have the bikes still as well? They do, don't they? Yeah, they've got, got the e-bikes as well and they're available for, the, for those longer trips. We'll also work with Beam and we'll do a bit of a review after a couple of months and see how they're going, you know, see where the usage is and make sure we have, you know, the scooters and bikes in the places where people people are you know need them and utilising them. Now I know there has also been some updates uh, from the city of Darwin around the civic centre redevelopment. Where are mm-hmm. things at with that? Yeah, so in um, sort of late 2022, we did some community consult um, to get a functional design for the Civic Centre. So talk to the community about what they would like to see in a new Civic Centre. And we're at the stage where the functional design is finished. So we know what we need to, you know, to house, I guess, City of Darwin um, going forward and the activities. So what has been released is the expressions of interest um, to to look at, you know, who's interested in potentially, um, you know, partnering to to redevelop our Civic Centre. How do you sort of envisage it? all looking down there and I know it is going to be like you said there is that community consultation but what like how how do you think it's going to all roll out what's it going to look like so that will be up to to the developers to come back we've got quite a large footprint down there and it doesn't have to be a knockdown and a rebuild where the current civic centre is we've got the car park next door so it may be that you know we we end up somebody says you know it'd be better to build on the 
car park next door and really open up the green space around the Tree of Knowledge and maybe even that access to Civic Park and down Kavanagh Street. So it really will what um, what the developers um, and yeah. people you know think would really work for for the Civic Centre. So potentially mm. that car park could be taken out. Yeah, potentially as part of the redevelopment with um, and in the expressions of interest, there's an additional 300 car parks that need to form part of part of this de- development, and therefore um, you know we know that heat sinks and open air car parks aren't great for the city. So we'll be looking at other alternatives um, with car parks, and generally that leads you to underground or multi-story car parks um, to better you better utilise space and land. When do you anticipate that we'll have a better idea of of what it's all going to look like and when a tender might be awarded? Yeah, so so it closes the expressions of interest on the 22nd of February next year and after that then a formal tender will go out. So it won't be until the formal tender has been awarded and then the next piece of community consult which is really the architectural piece and the look and feel of the building. At the moment we know we've got a box this is how yeah. much space we need yep. um, and the elements within it. Um, some of the elements which was really great to see people um, mostly visit the library there and um, would like more uh, maybe family or creative space um, there's been talk of getting a cafe in there, potentially a town hall as well yep. and to really open up that space as a community space where people can come and park easily and get access to the library and community facilities yeah, so, I know when yeah. my kids were little, it was somewhere where I did spend quite a bit of time because you could take them out and about, you could keep mm. them occupied, and it was nice and cool as well, like when they were little tiny kids. So it mm. is a good spot, and I know it is very popular, particularly uh, with the mums and kids. Now, um, I know that there has also been some work on Atkins Drive, as I understand it, some upgrades there. What exactly has Council done? So... On Atkins Drive near Darwin High um, and Conisha Street, there has been, it's been what's deemed a black spot. So that means where we've had a, an accident that's resulted in a casualty, a presentation at hospital in the past five years at um, there is funding available from the federal government, so we've received that funding. Um, there'll be some speed humps that will be put in um, over the next week um, near Darwin High, so coming down the hill um, on Atkins Drive. And then also there'll be additional traffic calming that'll happen in February, March next year, which will which will see some uh, uh, public pedestrian refuge put in as well to make sure people can cross safely there. And was that needed? Like, are people are people hooning around that area, or why was that needed? I think when when it meets the black spot criteria, it's one of the ones that we then propose to the federal government for, for funding, and they then the federal government selects which one which one suit um, the the funding requirements. Well, Simone Saunders, good to speak to you this morning, the CEO of the City of Darwin. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, and have a good Christmas as well. We won't yeah. see you before then. Same to you. Thank you. <laughs>